I know obedience with obedience comes responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. So I, what you're saying is the part that is, is people will obey mm-hmm. or not think about the responsibility because they've obeyed, they've checked that mark. Yeah. So it was more than obedience for me. I knew once that's why it, it was nerve wracking. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is that when I obey, there mm-hmm. will come, uh, there will come responsibilities with that obedience because mm-hmm. that obedience, if you're looking at it from God's perspective versus my perspective, that's the second mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. That obedience has a purpose. Yeah. Beyond myself, yeah. we mm. always think that the obedience is for us. Mm-hmm. It is something that God wants to do, but it more revolves around you. And so you're like, oh, I have done it, God. So now whatever it is you plan on doing, hey, I've done it. Go ahead. (laughs) But he really wants you involved. Do you have a sister friend who you can talk to about your imperfections, vulnerabilities, uncensored truths, journeys, and victories? Welcome to The Lounge. Our experiences coupled with scriptural truths continues to mold us and shift our paradigms. The vision is to help us all lead the best lives God proposed for each individual. We hope our stories, our conversations, and that of others allows you to view life from another lens regardless of your season. Come on in, sisters. Let's talk. I want to interview or introduce our guest. (laughs) Today she's a guest. Our guest (laughs) for today. (laughs) She is... um, she is very proud of her roots. That is one thing I'll let you know. She hails from Sierra Leone, West Africa, born and raised until she relocated to the US and is currently settling, <laughs> currently settling in Ontario, Canada. Canada in the house. Whoop, whoop. It's um, a country, people. It's a, it's, a, it's even a large country. It's not a town, a village, somewhere. No. Um, not but she is. Uh, oh, that is. Um, <laughs> Moving on. Available. <laughs> <laughs> um, she shares a home with her husband, Kofi, and no pets yet. Um, what? <laughs> no, no, there's no. <laughs> no pets yet. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> she thinks she has a period on that, but wait, she'll she'll let you know down as the years go by. No, there will never be cats. Same no. here. Um, no, no offense, cat lovers. We love you still. Um, um, one of two children born to Sierra Leonean father and a Zimbabwean mother. She holds a BS as a RD, a registered dietitian. 
um, a master's <laughs> we need those around for some of us um, a master's in public health and is a canadian certified physician assistant um, she loves god travel and music and is family oriented she considers herself a foodie so with all that oh and you missed one thing she is a co-host of a well-established podcast um, that talks about everything under the sun, including you. Join me in welcoming my own sister friend, author, Lucia Williams. I feel like this should have been a video actually because it, it, it's not doing service to all the things that you were doing. <laughs> this, this is my face. Well, you never know. It might just appear on YouTube. You never Lord know. Lord have mercy. <laughs> and it, actually, it wasn't, doing all, it wasn't doing service to all the things I was doing as well. The excitement. This is a good thing, actually. We're both excited for each other. Thank you very much for that introduction. Uh, you're Feels welcome. weird. It really it does. does. Weird. <laughs> I'm a host, guest, host, guest, host, like a double personality. <laughs> it is, but I think that is all part of growth. It is. Part I have of a double growth. personality. That is what our lives are. We evolve. That's not what the mental health people will tell you. No, that is a whole different issue. <laughs> um, but but. It is, it, it is a problem. I, well, we just finished mental health month, so mm-hmm. we know it's, it's, it's a thing. But I think it depends also on your wellness and how you're able to, because being able, because we're never made to stay in one role. We're exactly. never meant to think one, think exclusively in one role. You're a student one day, you're a teacher the other day, your mom one day, your daughter as well. So you have to be able to switch and that is how mm-hmm. that mental wellness is is necessary to keep transposing oh, into those yeah, into mm-hmm. those roles. But today we're not talking about mental well, we're not talking fully about mental health. I'm saying that we'll talk about that down the line. But our sister Lucia wrote a book. Lucia, mm-hmm. tell me, how did this writing of a book happen? Because for one thing I know, no, I you don't I even have a questions on me. No. That's right. I told you it would be an Oprah moment. Um, <laughs> it's double bar questions. <laughs> no. How did writing a book ever come into all the things that Lucia does? Well, like you said, I don't own a diary. Um, mm-hmm. I had a diary one time I was 15 I decided to get a diary for whatever reason like yeah let me try this out I wrote a few pages and then I'm like forget this and I burnt it Hmm. I don't enjoy writing or keeping Hmm. a diary Hmm. I, I know there are 
reasons why people write things down. I write things I down. I cannot all the live time. without a diary. A so I journal. can't. That's true. Uh-huh. I still write things down. Uh-huh. But the things I write down are like jottings and they okay. are more of things to do uh-huh. or like a goal. But the diary to write, for me, a diary is like whatever is in my head is what I need to put on paper. <laughs> Uh-huh. my thoughts right uh-huh. and I don't I don't get why I have to put it down on paper when they're in my head hmm. so you have a good brain cells <clears throat> well I don't know if it's that <laughs> I don't know how to explain it I just never enjoyed <laughs> writing right so so I mean in terms of writing I just never really thought about writing actually um Estella once told me that hmm I thought you were going to be an author. And I looked at him like, huh? Why? But I think that's because I read a lot. Uh People who knew me as a kid or growing Uh up, they always saw me in the corner somewhere reading a book. Uh But to me, that does not translate to writing. Writing. (laughs) Really? No. So I basically, the reason why I ended up writing writing is because um, Holy Spirit um, impressed on me to write. So the thing that I guess we're going to talk about, what the book mm-hmm. is about, ended up saying, um, this is how to, you know, this is how to bring this out into uh, the world or to people is writing it. Mm-hmm. So I wrote one thing you wrote about this book, and I'm going to introduce the book, the title of the book, which has, I think I wrote in my blog that it, it held me, it made me turn those, like, I, I don't think I've ever read a book that fast to get to the end without clicking on the last page because I read it on Kindle without going to the last page and read backwards forward but <laughs> somebody actually sent me a comment friday uh she said well i'm not the lord so i don't know the end from the beginning and i couldn't wait so i started reading from the last from page. The back. <laughs> it took every ounce of strength in me not to go to the back of the book before coming to the beginning but I so wanted to capture the whole thing like sitting in your like basically like sitting like this and you talking like you like listening to the audio but that's how I wanted that experience and that's what it felt like but the title of the book and I'm gonna make let you say say the title of the book how did you get to that title that one's very simple uh, God so the title me. first. Uh-huh. The title of the book is Our Miracle Baby uh-huh. Dare to Believe. So that's a subtitle. Uh-huh. And how did you come up with that title? Because choosing the title of a book, for me, was the hardest part. That's actually true because uh-huh. um, I, I learned. So what I learned was you have the title and then you uh-huh. work your way through the book based Uh off of the title Uh right 
if yep. you get the title at the end and you've written something else, like it doesn't go. Yeah. So I actually had titles that I was working off of, mm. but I, I think I had like four, mm-hmm. but I just, I one day decided I'm like, Lord, I want, these are very good titles. I can't mm-hmm. decide which ones to pick from. So you give me the title you want. Mm-hmm. And that night um, I I had, um, it wasn't a dream, actually. Um, I saw it and it just flashed and it says the title that you all know, um, Our Miracle Baby. Well, actually, it was My Miracle Baby, Dare to Believe. Mm. And at first I'm like, huh? Like, um, I don't know about that. Because the ones I had were, they were... As as you see the title, you really you know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was one about Thanksgiving and mm-hmm. something else. Um, so yeah, so the my change to our, yeah. um, I ended up changing it. I said, Lord, I think we should do this because it's be- my husband. It has it involves my husband, so mm-hmm. our, so hence yeah. our. I like that. One thing you said at the start of the book, you said, writing this book is a part of my own journey. I knew I had to be transparent and was initially hesitant. I unconsciously felt a pang of anxiety because of the stigma attached to the challenge of infertility. Expand a little bit on that. So, um, very little makes me panic. Mm -hmm. But the one thing, the pattern, I think I've understood more that makes me panic is having to, I'm private. So I keep saying that all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not shyness. It's privacy. Mm -hmm. So, now I have to say all these things. I'm fine with one-on-one, you know, if you bring, let's say you bring 5,000 people one at a time and you Mm -hmm. have to talk to them Mm. and say all these things, Mm -hmm. I probably would one Mm -hmm. at a time. time. Okay. But this is like, you don't know who, what, how, who's going to read what. So it made, you know, it was a bit um, nerve wracking, but um, I did it. And um, yeah, pretty much that's the, the, why I wrote that. It was very nerve wracking. And um, so today I was listening to Sarah Jakes Robert, which you, um, one person that you, you, you quote a lot in this book mm-hmm. um, quite a few times. And she said, I, I don't have the exact quote, but this is what she says. A lot of us think because we've obeyed God, mm-hmm. it's done. We've done our part. Obedience puts a mark on your back. That's how she said it. Obedience makes you an open book sometimes. 
for people mm-hmm. to read. Mm-hmm. Obedience also gives you protection because God told you to do it and he's going to have your back when you do it. Right. Did that kind of thought or anything come into your head when you're talking about stigmas that come alongside infertility because this is your story this is the story you wrote um with what you at one time or an other was experiencing so i think um I I think I I I think ahead a lot. Mm-hmm. I think that was one of the reasons when you read the book, you find me struggling with God sometimes because yeah. I I think I, I I think I'm ahead of God all the time, <laughs> which I'm <laughs> yeah, not. So you think? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> when I decide to do something, um, Lucia has already thought about it and then gone ahead to think about the pros and cons and the consequences Uh so when I decided to obey Uh um, I know obedience with obedience comes responsibility yeah yeah so what you're saying is the part that is is people will obey Uh or not think about the responsibility because they've obeyed they've checked that mark yeah so it was more than obedience for me. I knew once that's why it, it was nerve wracking. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is that when I obey, there mm-hmm. will come, uh, there will come responsibilities with that obedience because mm-hmm. that obedience, if you're looking at it from God's perspective versus my perspective, that's the second mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. That obedience has a purpose yeah beyond myself Mm. we always think that the obedience is for us Mm -hmm. it is something that god wants to do but it more revolves around you and so you're like oh i've done it god so now whatever it is you plan on doing hey i've done it go (laughs) ahead but he really wants you involved yeah so i'd already thought about i knew that there would be consequences and that there is a purpose attached to it. And so once I said, yes, I've already gone past. So the, the book really has gone past. It was not just in obedience. It already gone past the obedience. It was the purpose. So the book is the purpose, I should say. The book is the purpose. That is, that is strong. The book is the purpose. So I'll go back to the title, Dare to Believe. Mm -hmm. I feel like that is a loaded and it's much, it's almost like a a faith squire statement. (laughs) Faith to do, to end squire. Faith. (laughs) You're like how you, you, in math, you used to have like, one to the to the to the end squired <laughs> i feel like that is the faith squired statement dare to believe and thinking about infertility mm-hmm. thinking about i think you called it 
delayed parenthood. I like that that mm -hmm. that that um that that um name better. Delayed parenthood. When you when you think about those two, mm. dare to believe, delayed parenthood. It is as scary and also I'm trying to think about the word, but it is it is it is almost I think I'll keep it too scary for now, but there's another emotion that comes with that is I, I cannot wrap my head around it. But how do you I know you talked about this a lot in the in the book. How do you get to the point that you can actually believe in that moment of going through it? I think it's a process. Mm -hmm. um, it's uh, it you you have everyone has to goes through that process, whether it's the infertility or the delayed parenthood mm -hmm. or whatever it is that you're waiting for which is mm -hmm. part of what I talked about yeah in the book um even though the focus is on children waiting for children mm -hmm. um but I think it's a process and that process comes it, it, every process has time yeah but there's the saying which I don't know if you've ever heard is when you get tired of being sick and tired mm -hmm of being sick and tired, you do something. Yeah. So I think it's the same thing uh -huh. that daring to believe doesn't necessarily mean A, that you know something's coming yeah. for sure. Uh -huh. Daring to believe doesn't necessarily mean, even if you know it's coming or you've seen it coming, that you're there's no there's no fear or there's no uh, some form of an anxiety mm -hmm. or vulnerability whatever mm. that you feel daring mm -hmm. to believe is saying that despite all of these things there is one thing you know for sure and that one thing that you know for sure is outside of your human capabilities which is God is a God of possibilities and impossibilities. God is still God. That's the, the word. Wow. God is still God. He, nothing's going to change. He's, he is God. Yes. In whether I believe that he can move a small mountain, a big mountain, or he is God. So yes. once you know that he is God, then you go through that process step by step and everyone will come to a place where um, they are sure. Yeah. So wow. I'm sure of that. So uh -huh. I know regardless of the lumps, uh, regardless of the hills and valleys, oh, uh -huh. peaks and peaks valleys, and valleys. <laughs> from, from mental health last week. <laughs> That regardless of whatever peaks and valleys, if they do come or when they do come, that he's still God. Yeah. Wow. That's a whole sermon there, sister. You just preached it out. Well, um, you have to, sorry. The other thing is you have to know 
even if I know what his word says about yeah. children, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But even if mm-hmm. those children do not come, mm-hmm. he's still God. Yes. So that means regardless of what the outcome is, when I leave this earth, mm-hmm. whenever he's ready, mm-hmm. how, when I leave at the point that I've left this earth, mm-hmm. he has been God in my life in mm-hmm. the fullest capabilities that he has put on my, in the inside of me. So wow. I will still accomplish what he wanted me to accomplish. Wow. That, that is, that is powerful. A lot of us, when we're going through things that are hard, when we're going through things that we know should be ours, that we think we have a right to, right. that others are having sweet so easily to the point that others are uh, mistreating it or not treating it like we would, mm. that we think we would. It's, we don't we we don't we don't we don't put God that way so I I I truly appreciate you saying it like that 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 speaks maturity and and it is not it is not easy I will say that off the bat it is not easy but when you get to that point I think it does something it does so it, it 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 takes I feel like it takes a lot of pressure off and you did not fail to talk about the down (laughs) valleys the top peaks and the in between in the book I applauded your vulnerability because I know you I know you as that private person I applauded your vulnerability what was your headspace when you had to pen those? <laughs> I have been thinking of like trying to put myself in your in, in your shoes in that in like sitting at that desk or 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 what whichever mode you used in writing this book. I'm hoping one day I'll, I'll just be able to crack your brain open and walk. Say walk me through the process of writing. I was not sitting at any desk. Sometimes I was in the bed. My husband is fast asleep. There's no light on. My phone light is on because I don't want to turn the light on. And I'm writing. (laughs) But just that headspace in spilling everything about this journey. Besides, it's a topic that to get somebody to talk about it is like pulling a tooth. Right. So how, what was that mental space in you sitting down and saying, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be vulnerable to the T about talking about something as sensitive as infertility. Um, I think one, despite how many times I've said it about privacy, Mm-hmm. Um, like my Nigerian or our Nigerian friends will say, Uwe Ep. I keep mm-hmm. saying this word over and like, mm-hmm. yeah, we want to, I mean, we've been taught, mm-hmm. um, especially from the culture we're from. Yes. You know, you don't hang your drawers yeah. outside. That's you know, right. We've been taught and, and main part of it, I think was because 
sometimes people will take advantage of it yeah um it might help someone but most of the time it's the negative that comes out of it mm-hmm. and that's why people don't talk about it or yeah. they feel that they will be judged yes um i think i it goes back to my obedience slash purpose mm-hmm. that if i stay quiet and mm-hmm. i think this is what um births quote-unquote activism yeah I think, I mean, when Mm -hmm. I decide, okay, this is a purpose, I know it will come with consequences. And Uh this is one of the consequences. I mean, Uh how can you give voice to uh, the stigma around infertility Uh Uh if you don't talk about it? Yeah. Right? Because we would talk about um the medical aspect of infertility which Uh is um oh yeah you know you don't in whether a christian doesn't believe or believes in fertility treatment Uh or whether this family doesn't believe you should do fertility treatment or the husband Uh doesn't or the wife like we will Uh we will talk about all these things in general in general we don't don't, yeah we don't talk about who and yeah Uh but how can you open up that conversation even further so that people get the help that they need if it's a medical help without talking about what you go through to Uh, get there how can you even get the help yeah if you don't know what the heck is going on on the inside of you yeah so i mean i just i knew this was the consequence of it Uh that I had to be vulnerable and because I recognized it in quite a few people Uh um, that are going through the same or have gone through the same Uh and it really really it felt like a burden Uh and I think everyone when if someone says oh what's my calling or what am I supposed to do on this earth blah 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 Uh there is something that is a burden to you yeah becoming a mental health counselor is not a burden to me Uh, it's not a burden at all Uh -uh. I don't have a burden for that Mm -hmm. but some people do yeah becoming an artist or whatever It, it was a burden that I knew had to be dealt with. And Uh the only way for you to deal with that, you have to be honest. You have to be able to face the insecurities and the strength. And I think, and the other thing is why this was so, why this is how it is, is because yes, yes, privacy, but I still talk to people Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I'm going to say this, people know me as the Lucia that does this and that and do and everything and all of mm-hmm. that. And it's not that I've intentionally gone out to look like I'm the strongest woman in the world. I've mm-hmm. never, in fact, I've, I, I've never, mm-hmm. but because I like to do different things, yeah. people assume that I'm the strongest yeah and is to say hey i'm human too yeah and this is the human side of me yeah the other parts are human too but this is the human side of me Mm -hmm. and therefore there are other people who are going through this human side Mm -hmm. 
even if they are emotionally vulnerable to everyone, but mm. there is a side that they have not, that no one but maybe God mm -hmm. or one or two people know. And until wow. you go into that, mm -hmm. you can't solve any problems. Wow. That is, that is profound. So in the book, you did um, mention um, it was, it's a BBC, I would say a series of women that talked about uh, um, going through infertility, mm -hmm. going through the stigma, going through it alone, thinking that they're the only ones going through that, going through the, 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 the losses, going through the, the dealing with family, going through it alone. I think I mentioned that. But those stories were so, so profound. Mm -hmm. And the, 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 the theme that I, I caught going through them Mm -hmm. was that I felt like I was in this alone. I felt that no one understood. I, if I had known that somebody else was going through it, I think I would have felt better. That is what I feel like I heard in every story that was going on. Mm -hmm. Is that one of the purposes of this book and you know like when sometimes when people tell their stories we kind mm -hmm. of think like you know it's your story but we hear especially when you're going through those things being able to be that so you're able to relate to somebody I think we've said it so many times on this show does that help so I'm actually glad you asked this question um, because one of the things outside of, you know, being obedient, blah, 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 to write it, uh -huh. but one of my hesitations or maybe fear uh -huh. was that now I will carry a label. Uh. Where those who know me and those who don't know me Mm -hmm. will put a label on me mm. and then attach that label to the label we all know, mm -hmm. which is the infertility or the stigma around it. Mm -hmm. And my reason for writing the book mm -hmm. was to say, regardless of what you're going through, whether it's being single and you're past 45. Yeah or you are waiting for children and mm -hmm. you're now 40, whatever it is that people have put labels on, mm. that they, there should be no labels, mm -hmm. shouldn't have a stigma mm -hmm. because everyone's story is different. Yeah, yeah. But we will have similar um, emotions or experiences, mm. but that does not mean... Um, it's the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. And so, and, and, and labels come on you in different ways. People mm. either put it on you mm -hmm. or you put it on yourself. Yeah. yeah. 
Mm-hmm. But the one that shows out more is the one that people put on you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Regardless of how you feel. Yeah. The one that everyone will still see is the one that people have put on you. And yeah. so I, this for me is, I didn't put that label on me. Yeah. Maybe it's because I've, I, I know Christ uh-huh. and know his, his, um, what his word says. Uh-huh. I didn't put that label on me, uh-huh. but at the same time, uh-huh. I still went through those emotional ups and downs because uh-huh. that's just how we're human. That's just, you know, yep. how human beings think and how we work. Yeah. We are going to have the ups and downs, but that doesn't mean uh-huh. I am this or I am that. Uh-huh. So that I think part of it was to say, hey, there is this thing called such a thing called infertility. There is mm-hmm. such a thing called waiting for whatever. Whatever, yeah. And everyone has their own story. Everyone will go through it, but we don't. That label has to come off. Yeah. Because some people now carry that label, mm-hmm. whether they like it or not, and then they are not able to heal. Yes. And they're not able to get to that place of quote unquote victory because yeah. now they now have a label. And so mm-hmm. that was my burden. Mm-hmm. My burden was we don't need to accept yeah. what is placed on us, mm-hmm. whether you feel mm-hmm. what they feel or not. Mm-hmm. So yes, I don't feel like I have that label, mm. but I'm in a society that feels that way. Uh-huh. but we have to take that label off uh-huh. so that we can allow people to heal or get past what they need to get past or get something done what they need to get done and that's to what the women done. were talking about one of wow. them actually said that she's like my husband and I didn't even have a problem like we didn't even think about it we were yeah. going about our lives but every mm-hmm. time we went to this party or that place or people kept saying so they stopped going out uh-huh. It yep. doesn't mean that, um, they were, and the reason they stopped going out is just, we just didn't want to deal with it. Yeah. But yep. there's no need to, even if you feel the way they feel, but at least that shouldn't cause them to stop going out. It's both ways though. Yeah. It's what you think and how you feel and what others think and how they feel. It goes both ways, not one way. So you can't blame one party over the other. Over the other. And, um, <laughs> I'll try and I, I have so many questions. I, I know, know we'll have to put this into more than one episode, but I'll try to round this up because sisters, brothers, you have to go get this book. You have to, because yes, Lucia is telling a story about her journey through infertility, but I can put this in so many areas of our lives, in our careers, in dealing with our children, in going through a difficult time, like my, 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 like basically doing homework right now. I feel like I have to believe to get homework done with my, (laughs) 
with my nine-year-old, I do. I have to believe for patience and, and understanding and putting myself in their shoes, in his shoes, in getting stuff done. Believing for your finances, believing for getting to the next step in life, believing for your purpose, believing for mm-hmm. a clear vision of what you're supposed mm-hmm. to be doing in this world, in this dark time that we feel like we're in. It is a book that pushes you to to <laughs> seriously i feel like i should that dare to believe should be like a, on a billboard somewhere it, it it is because i feel like it just brings you back to to what life is supposed to be that is mm-hmm. what god's word is believe in him and mm-hmm. and and that is what makes life of itself worth living mm-hmm. just believing mm-hmm. just believing and for us in this world right now i feel like we have to dare has you know like how that game is dare what truth dare or okay, dare. yeah <laughs> i feel like that is what we have to do to pass some of these things that we're going through in life but this you talked about the, the, the medical part of this journey mm-hmm. and looking at it from your perspective, from your view, I know you were a physician assistant, you, you're in the medical field. Mm-hmm. You know some of these things, you mentioned some of these things in the book. You are a devout Christian. Mm-hmm. You have god's word to back you up you have Mm -hmm. you know god's word you've invested yourself in god's word some people might say why go uh, um the physician way what what should i say the the medical way is it that showing that you don't trust the 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 God that God is going to do it or why do you go God's way and you rather than going the medical way talk about that (laughs) so actually um it all comes together which is if I had chosen my title or the one of the titles that I had Uh we wouldn't be having all of this conversation. So Mm. God knew what he was doing. (laughs) That dare to believe Mm -hmm. is saying, is saying that there's there's humanity in it. Hallelujah. So because you, when you're trying to do things, Mm-hmm. It means you keep trying. Yeah. That doesn't mean you won't have your ups and downs. Mm-hmm. So coming back to your question, mm-hmm. one, whether I, I, as a medical professional mm-hmm. and as a Christian, so why go to the Chris, Christian aspect of things, knowing mm-hmm. that I've said mm-hmm. in God mm-hmm. and not the medical side? Mm-hmm. Well, um, I mentioned that number one, God is God. Mm-hmm. So there is one fact mm-hmm. that doesn't change. There's yep. one truth. There mm-hmm. are many different um, facts, I should say, but there's mm-hmm. one truth, mm-hmm. which is God is God. 
Yes. Nothing changes that. Mm-hmm. So he is able, mm-hmm. but he is God. I'm yes. not God. Mm-hmm. I'm a human being. Mm-hmm. And yes, I'm able to do all things to Christ. Mm-hmm. And therefore that PA or that OB-GYN mm-hmm. or the, your physician is mm-hmm. able to do all things through Christ. Mm-hmm. The wisdom and the intelligence and what we have learned as a society mm-hmm. is all coming from God. Mm-hmm. Yes, as human beings, we do our own thing. There's some things, you know, we add to it, mm-hmm. some things we subtract. But evidently that wisdom is coming from God. He gave us the wisdom to be able to invent things, Uh right? So yes, he is able Uh in in that moment. And I talked about this scripture. um, I think it is Corinthians. I think it's five, seven or so. I think I had it highlighted. And I had this struggle as well. Uh And, and, And that's why... I put I put everything out so people will understand these yeah. things go on, but at the mm-hmm. end of the day, there's one truth. Yes. I had the struggle about okay, fertility, uh, let's go through all the treatments. Mm-hmm. Oh, but no, I believe God is able to do all things. Mm-hmm. The scripture basically says, in summary, mm-hmm. that when we plant a seed, mm-hmm. yeah, first Corinthians 3 7. Mm-hmm. he is the one that waters it yes so yes the seed will will grow yeah but if he doesn't water it how the heck is it gonna grow mm. so even when you go to a fertility or medical process mm-hmm. it still needs faith yeah and yes as a non-christian you go there without even thinking about it mm-hmm. right because science has perfected to a point it works Uh that wisdom has come it works you don't really Uh think about it think about it yeah but that baby Uh there were things that brought it together Uh but ultimately it came from god yeah the physicians can't make baby yet no and they will never be able. They will to never make, be able. They will to. never be able to make up. They'll be able to, you know, do adjust certain things yeah. once the baby is here mm-hmm. or in the, on the way. But they will never yeah. be able to create life. No. God is the creator of life. So, yeah. even as a non-Christian, so if you're not a Christian, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with with going through the treatment. You have to know mm-hmm. what's right for yourself. Yeah. Even when you go through, there's so many different treatments. Yeah. As a as a medical personnel, yeah, I yes, I learned all of this in school, mm-hmm. but at the same time, when you go through, when you're in it, then you really understand what the heck yeah. is going on and what they have. There's mm-hmm. so many different treatments. You yeah. also have to even decide what's best for which you. one you should use. Yeah. So it, let's even take God out of the equation. You mm. still have to decide what's best for you. So your wisdom plays a part in there too. Your wisdom plays a part. Mm-hmm. And as a Christian, I think this is where sometimes we fall short because we get too spiritual and we're no earthly good. And we, God has given us the wisdom. Mm. So some things we don't need to crack our heads. You don't need to bang your head on the door mm. when it can be solved. Mm-hmm. 
um, medically or naturally. Yep. But again, there are some things you have to be careful about. It comes to the word of God and making that decision. And if you're not a Christian, sometimes it's difficult to make that decision, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you, this is where you have wisdom. Whether you know it or not, God has given you wisdom. Yes. So you have to make that decision, use wisdom. Um, so um, for me, ultimately, I know God is God. He's able. So um, Lucia, as I said, I can keep on asking and prying into this because I can see how this, <laughs> this uh, uh, um, discussion about daring to believe and, and can help a whole bunch of people, not just people going through infertility or waiting for a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, we have heard so many stories of people that could have stayed alive if only they sought the help that they needed. Mm-hmm. But because of this belief that because I trust or, 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 or I believe so truly that God is going to heal me, I don't go see a professional. I think this is a book for them as well. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what you're going through. If you can get help here on earth, it's like that story where um, this person was in a in a in drowning, like uh, um, the firefighters came to mm-hmm. help him. He said, "No, I'm waiting for God to send help." Mm-hmm. Um, this person said, "No, come on this boat with me." He said, "No, I'm waiting for God to send mm-hmm. help until the water is up to there." And it turned out, God, He didn't help me. He said, "Well, I sent well, I like sent how the, many people?" The people. <laughs> Yep. like I said it how many people and you said no this I have a spirit I can't come and take you there yes I can I've done it before but they this is this is my spirit dwells within these people that are performing things on earth as they should that is mm-hmm. what they show so I do have respect for the medical profession and I have overly respect for what the miracles that god do um because they are all miracles and yes god still does the unexplainable yes unexplainable (laughs) miracles that you cannot explain yes any there's no natural explanation for it he Mm -hmm. is still doing those things waking up in the morning is an unexplainable miracle there you go He's still able, and that same yeah. person, he can still just put his hand in the water and pull him out. That's he's right. still able. He's still able. Mm-hmm. But he's yeah. every we have we have to be in that place where everything you see is still a miracle. Yes, yes. Every little thing is a miracle. It is a say. miracle. Everything yeah. is a miracle, mm-hmm. um, and he uses people, so we can't sit there waiting. Well, I actually, um, I heard faith. When we talk about faith, your mm-hmm. faith as small as a mustard seed. Mm-hmm. Christ said, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you mm-hmm. can move mountains. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, mm-hmm. mustard seed is very, very tiny. Mm-hmm. So how is it that someone that has such a small, small amount of faith mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. can move a mountain. Mm-hmm. It's belief. It's it's not the quantity of faith. Yeah. Yeah. It's the quality of faith. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we can get there. It's a process. We, yes. Everyone wants it to be bum. Today, everything <laughs> is done. Bum. Right now. No. Every, it's, a, it's the quality of it. And if yes. that individual has the smallest faith, but that quality is big, mm-hmm. it, will, it happens. Yep. It's not, it really is not what we say, it's how we feel. Oh. <laughs> what we say doesn't always equate to how you feel, right? Mm. It's a process though. It is a process. So Lucia, I, 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 I will, I hate to round up, but I think we've got, this will probably be one of our longest episodes, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I can keep knocking going. on the door, they're hungry. I know, I can keep going, but I wanted to round this up and I wanted you to tell our listeners how they could, one, continue this conversation because secret i'm not the only one that can interview lucia she is available to be interviewed but how can people contact you one and where could they get hold of this book which i wish i could stand on the mountaintop and say (laughs) go get your copy so i want to thank author naomi bailey for writing ZZ, ZZ. Thankful for ZZ. Thankful yes. for ZZ. So, Our Miracle Baby Dead to Believe, you can get it on any Amazon. I, I, I actually found it, um, when, when, they, when they said it was ready and I looked at mm-hmm. where you could get it, I was like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, yeah, this is for real. Because it said it's Amazon the world. USA, Amazon mm-hmm. Canada, Amazon Japan, Amazon mm-hmm. Australia, mm-hmm. I think it's Amazon New Zealand. I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, so you can get it on Amazon um, as paperback and mm-hmm. um, on Kindle. Mm-hmm. You can also, for those who are in the States, can mm-hmm. get it from Barnes and Noble. Mm-hmm. You can get it from iBook as well. Um, for those who want to purchase bulk, um, that meaning, I think usually those small stores, local stores, yeah. they can actually go through Ingram, mm-hmm. who would uh, print more a lot of copies. So those are the ways that you can get it in terms of knowing more about this book and contacting myself, go to www.luciawilliams.org. So it's .org, Mm -hmm. not .com. Mm -hmm. And um, the email is there. So you can contact me at roadslk.williams at gmail.com. Um, and I know this is this is gonna come where people might want to send private messages versus posting it, and you can mm-hmm. do that with that email. Perfect. And if you have already read the book, leave a review. Let yes. me tell you what reviews do. Reviews tell others that I have read this book. You should get it. And you know what? This world, we're all in algorithms and, and, and ranking and whatever. That's what oh, our world Lord, is. I know. Tell it is it. when you do that, Amazon pushes it in front of more people. 
So be an ambassador for others in your tribe to believe. Actually, when you get the book or when you hear this interview, tag three people on social media and tag Lucia, tag Sisters Let's Talk, and let's spread this word because it limits your explaining that you have to do to other people. I'm going whatever now. So I guess you can tag me on Instagram. Yes, we will have the link below. She's trying. We'll have the link below. No, I'm trying. <laughs> Let me figure it out. Is Rhodes holy camoli? I think it's Rhodes LK. It's Rhodes LK dot Williams. That's yeah. the Instagram. Add That's the Instagram handle. Um, but we'll have that all. If you go to Sisters Let's Talk, we'll have all these links right there for you. And in the show notes, we'll have them available. Mm-hmm. Um, so make sure you get this book. Gift a friend. Have it into somebody's package because what you will be doing is telling others that life does not end where you are right now. There Mm -hmm. is so much more to life if only you dare to believe. Mm -hmm. And if you think your story is hard right now, there's somebody that is going through or has gone through something harder and they have taken the time to be vulnerable And that allows you, gives you permission to leave your authentic self and be vulnerable as well to heal. So Mm -hmm. sisters, brothers, I can keep on going, but we'll have another opportunity. Actually, we're planning on having a live come up soon that you will see my face with all the expressions. And (laughs) is planning. Okay, yes, Fumi is blinded. This one is she's she's just coming for the ride this month. I told her already. Um, so we will have a live that you'll see all my expressions. There might be other friends that will be helping me interview our sister. She Hallelujah. doesn't know, she has no idea what's in store. Hallelujah. Um, but my goal in this space is to have this book as a bestseller. Yes, we are going for it. We are going all in because it is so, so powerful. So, you know, I'm going to ask this question, Lucia. If you are talking to an aplomb woman right now that is going through something, maybe it's infertility, maybe it's delayed parenthood, maybe it's... uh, I'm 45 and I need a partner. Maybe it's, I need money to survive. Maybe it's going into that career, taking that leap of faith and doing what God has put in my heart to do. What are you going to say to that woman? I think the title says it. Dare to believe. If you don't know Christ, try him Mm. just try i mean what 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 do you have to lose Mm -hmm. really what do you have to lose yeah just try and go all in that's it wow he will never fail Mm. never Mm. so just dare to believe Mm -hmm. as a christian if you are not still dare to believe and just try him wow 
That is powerful. Thank you, Lucia, for being vulnerable. You've already been vulnerable in the book, and here am I pushing more yeah. buttons. Uh, at, the, <laughs> at this point, there's... <laughs> oh, can I do a quick plug-in? Yes. This is the part where the vulnerability has gone out the window. <laughs> so I, in obedience, um, mm-hmm. will go to the best of my ability mm-hmm. anywhere that any place that they, if you have a conference, you want to talk about it, talk about, or ask me more questions or talk about the book, or you have a group of people, whether it's women or men, actually mm-hmm. the book touched a little bit yeah. on what males go through. Yeah. If you want to do that, I am available. This mm-hmm. is the technology world. If I can't be physically there, I'm mm-hmm. Pretty sure I can be there virtually. So yes. still use the same contacts we've given. Hit me up. I'm ready. I'm ready. When I said I was ready, I was ready. I'm ready. I'm going and in. All in. Afraid or not, but I'm all in. <laughs> all in. Do it scared. Do it scared. And uh, mm. sisters, brothers, you have. You, don't take the label. Don't take nope. the label. Don't take the label do it take the promise mm-hmm. hold on to the promise mm-hmm. dare to believe on the promise god Amen. has told you something hold on to it if you don't take anything from this podcast this week i want you to know that there is all there is already greatness inside of you and mm-hmm. god put it in there hold on to the promise and dare to believe for what he has said Amen. Thank you, Lucier, for Amen. joining us on the show. Tell our listeners how they could, one, continue this conversation because, secret, I'm not the only one that can interview Lucier. She is available to be interviewed. But yes. how can people contact you? one and where could they get hold of this book which i wish i could stand on the mountaintop and say (laughs) go get your copy um so you can get it on amazon um as paperback and Mm -hmm. um on kindle Mm -hmm. you can also for those who are in the states can mm-hmm. get it from Barnes and Noble. Mm-hmm. You can get it from iBook as well. Um, for those who want to purchase bulk, um, that the meaning, I think usually those small stores, local stores, yeah. they can actually go through Ingram, mm-hmm. who would uh, print more a lot of copies. So those are the ways that you can get it in terms of knowing more about this book and contacting myself, go to www.luciawilliams.org. So it's .org, Mm -hmm. not .com. Mm-hmm. and um uh, the email is there so you can contact me at roadslk.williams at gmail.com um and i know this is this is gonna come where people might want to send private messages versus posting it and you can mm-hmm. do that with that email perfect and if you have already read the book leave a review let me tell you what reviews do reviews tell others that i have read this book you should get it 
And you know what? This world, we're all in algorithms and 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 ranking and whatever. That's what oh, our world Lord, is. I know. Tell it is it. when you do that, Amazon pushes it in front of more people. Tag me on Instagram. Yes, we will have the link below. It's Rhodes LK dot Williams. I in obedience um will go to the best of my ability anywhere that any place that they if you have a conference you want to talk about it talk about or ask me more questions or talk about the book or you have a group of people whether it's women or men actually mm-hmm. the book touched a little bit yeah. on what males go through yeah. if you want to do that i am available this mm-hmm. is the technology world if i can't be physically there i'm mm-hmm pretty sure i can be there virtually so yes. still use the same contacts we've given reminder you have what it takes you just have to say it be a student only you can do what you're created to do visit our website www.sisters let's talk Dot com. That is www.sistasletstalk.com. Ask a question, leave a comment, or let us know how you're holding up. Subscribe to Sisters Let's Talk wherever you listen to podcasts. We want you to be the first to know when another episode is ready. One tiny favor, sis. Let's invite all the sisters to the lounge.